0: cap football this week as the extra point goes over week one action with me as always is matt and bobby matt how you doing doing good, guys doing good bobby how y'all you, doing I'm, I'm good bobby have you recovered from uh from sunday night
1: yeah you know I, I live by the 24 hour rule so yeah i'm good right now okay yeah it was, it was kind of tough to swallow you know i got a lot to talk about that game but um yeah i'm good now cool so, yeah all right well let's ready let's... for week ready for week two that's and, right. I know. How about you? How about you, Wes?
0: Oh, How I'm on top ready? of the world, baby. You're I'm on top of the right world. <laughs> I'm on top of the world. Let's uh, let's go ahead and dive in, though. We'll get to each game. Uh, talk a little bit about it, and it'll be a relatively quick episode, I'd say. Uh, starting off Thursday night, Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs get the victory versus the Houston Texans, 34 to 20, moving Kansas City to one and zero. All three of us picked it, Matt. That was your lock. Why don't you go ahead and lead us off of that game?
2: Yeah, I mean that game uh, went pretty much how how I thought it was gonna go. Um, I mean, it, to me, it wasn't even really close at the beginning. I mean, I know the Texans did, did score mm-hmm. first in that first quarter. Um, I, I, once that once that second quarter started, it was uh, it was a wrap. It was all Chiefs game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, man, They're
0: ridiculous, <laughs> right? Yeah,
2: like he's like a video game player. He's, 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 Nothing like
0: we've ever seen before. I swear. Um, I swear, man. 24 for 32 on the day, 213 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Great day for him. Great day for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the rookie. 25 rushes, 138 yards and a touchdown. And I really think the fact that they were able to get him rolling – uh, really helped actually open things up more for Mahomes. It actually gave him more options. He didn't even have to rush the ball during the game because that's how locked in he was. And, and for some reason, during home opener, Sammy Watkins is always there, and he's always clutched. Seven receptions, 82 yards, and a touchdown on nine targets. So a really efficient day for him as well. The defense, um, they weren't bad. I, there are some areas I'd like to see them improve in personally. But uh, I was fairly, you know, like like Matt said, I kind of saw this one coming. wasn't too uh, – to Outland, just you lose your best receiver in, in the offseason, and Kansas City brings everybody back in and, and more. So, yeah, Kansas City gets the dub. Bobby, any thoughts?
1: I mean, the game kind of played out the way I thought it was. That was my book it with Bobby. It you know, was. Uh, spread of the week, you know, they cover the nine-and-a-half points. Uh, like Matt was kind of saying, and you guys are saying, that Kansas City pretty much had control pretty much the whole game right there. It was really never in doubt. It was a leak. You know, a couple late touchdowns, you know, for Houston, right. uh, which helped me fantasy-wise, you know, me having my quarterback, you know, with Watson. But uh dominant, I mean, absolutely. I, I mean, I was very impressed. I mean, Travis Kelsey looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh That rookie running back, man, really impressive. Yeah, like you, like you were saying though, Wes. Man, reminds you like Maurice Jones Jr. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah. We talked about it while we were yeah. while the games were on. That I, he just
1: like he's got that bulldozer
0: yeah. style. It just that's what it reminds me of. Runs you know, to the low pad level. Just uh,
1: uh, got you know thick legs and all that. Powerful running back.
0: What was that, Matt? Honestly, we didn't catch that.
1: Well, I was just saying, but he's yeah.
2: He's 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 low to the ground, but he's also extremely shifty. I mean, absolutely. Some of the moves that he was making, some of the cuts that he was making up field were. He, he's a good back man. I, I, I didn't even, I never didn't hear from the kid and, and uh, before he was drafted and then, yeah, here he is 135
1: yards. It but. is man. And I mean, they, to me, I mean, Casey kind of did what a lot of us expected, you know, um, kill can't really cover him one-on-one. I mean, they're just, uh, they're a well-rounded football team right there, man. It's, it's hard to defend them. <laughs> it's really hard to defend them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Impressive, impressive win. Absolutely. Absolutely, I know what
0: I expected. Exactly right. Exactly right. Kansas City will face the Chargers next week. Going on to the one o'clock games on Sunday, we're going to start out with quite a surprising game in the NFC East as the Washington Football Team get their first victory as the Washington Football Team twenty seven seventeen over the Philadelphia Eagles. Bobby, I'm going to start yeah. with you on this one. Uh, well, I'll, more, hold up, yeah, yeah, More concerned. Like, more concerned. Like I, I, I,
1: they surprised
0: me. Yeah, you yeah. know
1: they were down seventeen nothing. And the funny thing was last year, I think when they played the Eagles, they were up seventeen nothing and lost the game. Mm-hmm. So it's twenty twenty. Everything's all messed up <laughs> now. So it made sense. But I was really impressed with the, um, you know, their D line. You know, mm-hmm. with um, with Allen and uh, Chase Young and even Ryan Kerrigan. Yep. I think got, I think they sacked um, Wentz eight times. Yep. Uh, the, the, you know you know that front seven right there looks dominant, and I was pretty impressed with them to be honest with you. Um, hell of a comeback win. Haskins didn't light up the score sheet. Yeah, I think he passed for 169, but he didn't make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. Great win, you know. And I'll be honest with you, I think the Redskins, or I'm sorry, the Washington football team is going to be a team that's going to be uh, surprise a lot of people, man. they're You know, their coach got cancer right now. They're going to play hard for him. And Ron Rivera's great coach. Mm-hmm. Tell Rio, calling the defense. So, a good
0: win. Yeah, Ron impressive Rivera wins. in the uh, locker room at halftime, uh, getting IVs from the medical department, so he can go out there and coach the second half. Dwayne Haskins giving a big, fired up halftime speech. Matt, does this, uh, this, this after this game, are you more concerned about Philly's line going forward, or is it just that impressive showing of uh, of the Washington Football Team's defensive line, or both?
2: I mean, uh, the the defensive line play of the of the fo- Washington Football Team was. But I mean, dude, they had eight sacks. It was phenomenal. Uh, it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was
1: great. Yeah,
2: they were great. Yeah, they look great. It's going to be like that all year. If, if all those guys stay healthy, I mean, I don't see it slowing down. If it's not one guy, it's the next. If it's not him, there's enough, it just they just keep going and going. And, um, you yeah, know, it, it definitely uh, makes me more worried about the Eagles and, and not just – their, their defense, but their entire team, I mean, Wentz did not look good. I no. mean, clearly that was because he was pressured. Right, 24-42, but, uh, 270, two touchdowns,
0: two touchdowns, two interceptions.
2: Yeah, yeah, just – They made, uh, they made him
1: uncomfortable.
2: 52 yards uh, uh, was lost on, on those sacks. So that's a, that's a big chunk of yards just in itself right
0: there. Absolutely, and momentum as far as it's concerned. You know, mm-hmm. I look at this game and I think uh, the big thing is uh, – Philly better look at uh, Jalen Hurts, and they're going to get a look at him if they continues to play like this, because Carson Wentz is going to get injured again with the way that line played. It was atrocious. It showed in the pass and the run game, not a whole lot going on. 3.9 average by Boston Scott, but by the time Washington had come back, they had no time to, to, to run the ball. They had to go full-out passing. Great game by Dallas Goddard, though. I wanted to give him a quick shout-out. He did great. Uh, let's go ahead and move on from that game into the next 1 o'clock game. The New England Patriots, new-look Cam Newton team, with the Miami Dolphins led by Fitzpatrick, uh, Fitzmagic. I'll go ahead and lead this one off. 21-11 was the final score. Cam looked great. They didn't seem to really shy away from what he is good with, and that's running the ball. He had 15 rushes for 75 yards and two touchdowns on the ground, no passing touchdowns. Uh, very accurate, very simple game plan. It looked like not too difficult. Um, kind of par for the course from Belichick. You just got an added dimension with the run game. I like what they did. Um and, and I like how this game played out. I'll go ahead and turn it to you, Bobby. How would you feel about this game?
1: Uh, you know what? I was impressed with Cam. You know, I mean, this is the first time Belichick, you know, I've, you know, in New England has, you know, seen a different aspect of their offense right now because they never had a quarterback that was mobile, you know, like Cam Newton is, you know, having Tom Brady there for, what, 14 years? I don't right. Know, you know, that for, forever not, since but, 2000. Uh, 20. Yeah, 20. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! It's crazy to think about, right? Yeah. Yeah, but um it looks like Cam's happy. Uh he's in a good place. But I mean that's just patriots though. I mean they Bill Belichick is arguably one of the greatest coaches because he adapts to his player personnel. You know what I mean? He knows what he has and he can change his scenes and his offense and defense or whatnot to what he has. I mean it went out as expected. Miami. I don't see them as, you know, a team that's going to really compete that much this year. My boy, Miles Gaskin, <laughs> out of Washington, had the most carries, you know, nine, you know, nine carries <laughs> for being the most. But, um, yeah, I mean, New England, I mean, that was expected.
0: Definitely expected. Yeah,
1: Matt, I, 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 by the way, I, by, the way I that, by the way, I picked that game 21 to 10 in the, the finals. Same. Twenty one eleven. Very
0: close, man. Almost on the nail. Matt, uh, is it? Is it? Are we jumping the gun here, or is it two a time in Miami? Um. Uh,
2: I mean, I, I don't know, man. We didn't. We didn't have any preseason, so I, I don't know how he looks. You know, in the NFL offense. So, I mean, Fitzpatrick. I mean, those three picks, they were all pretty ugly. So, I, I'm honestly, I, I think it, this game. Should have been should the, the the Patriots should have scored way more points. I'm I'm surprised they only scored 21 points. Mm-hmm. They they controlled the game the entire time. Uh, but I, we didn't really even see much from Cam throwing the ball. Did a lot of did a lot with his legs. Looked real good there. Uh, looked healthy, which is good. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see what uh, Josh McDaniels does here the next couple weeks and see uh see some more passing.
0: Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm eager to see where they go moving forward with them as well. See if they can take advantage of both dimensions of the game uh, from the quarterback position. Green Bay at Minnesota. Uh, Green Bay steals this game. Well, dominates this game. Excuse me. I shouldn't say steals. They dominate this game. Forty-three, thirty-four in a game that was never that close to begin with. A lot of garbage time scoring in the fourth quarter. Uh, Matt, why don't you lead us off on this one? Rodgers had a really good game. The defense for the Vikings uh, struggled mightily. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Oh, man. Stephen A., what's up?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's, he's just, you know, one of the best to ever do it. Not not much else to say about him. But, you know, they didn't do much for him in the off season, and I think he kind of took that to heart a little bit. And he's going to be like, he, he just said, you know what? I got what I got. These guys have been here for a few years. Um, so... The chemistry is there. Let's just let's just put it all together, and wow. I mean, yeah, the, the Vikings defense. I mean, they spent all that money, and
0: Ngakwe you know, no tackles in the game. Gakwe, he, he
2: Gakwe. He, Gakwe. He, Gakwe. Uh, what'd you say, Weston? Zero Gakwe, tackles. No tackles. Zero tackles. The only stat he had was a quarterback hit.
0: Yeah, so. Adam Thielen had more tackles than him, according to stats. Yes. Yes. So. So.
2: That <laughs> concerns me about the the, the Vikings, but. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: good game though. absolutely bobby uh Aaron Rodgers and yeah. a- Aaron Rodgers and uh and uh DeVonte Adams all day 17 targets uh 14 receptions from Adams uh is this a pace they can keep up or do you think defense is going forward will use this tape now like Matt said we didn't have a preseason now they have it they know what they're going against with DeVonte Adams but maybe is there different ways to scheme since you're the resident coach in here between the three of us i mean are they i mean how does this change their game plan going forward if you're defending against this team
1: I mean, I mean, we call it, you know, we call it a Zoro defense, man. Where we, um, you know, it's obviously Uno is man, Zorro is cover two, and then uh, cover three. I mean, you got, I mean, you got to, you got to put two spy on Devonte Adams. I mean, and I know we were back and forth, and there might have been a couple of drinks involved when I said that he's the best receiver in the league, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he. I mean, consistent wise though, like, whoo, I mean, he's a stud, man, and like. Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys where you just really just can't count him out, man. He's, Mm. I mean, he can play till 43, like Brady. I don't know what his age is. or went up, but I mean, I picked that game. Um, You know, Minnesota was favored by two and a half. I took Green Bay 28, 24. And obviously they, uh, that didn't surprise me though. It didn't surprise me. I mean, the way that they played and all that, Mm. like Aaron Rodgers is a two, you know, so impressive win. To me, that's going to be the most competitive division of football
0: this year. Definitely up there. Definitely up there without a doubt. All right, let's go ahead on to our next 1 o'clock game. Bobby, I'm going to let you lead this one off. I'll finish this one up. Matt, you'll be right in between. Jacksonville gets the win, 27-20 over the Indianapolis Colts in Jacksonville. Bobby, uh, you guys got to catch a lot more of the game, Matt. I know you caught the majority of this game as well. I'll let you guys lead it off, and I'll finish up. So, Bobby, take it away.
1: Started off ugly, you know. know, I think the announcer – that was doing the game said that, uh, Oh, Jacksonville's looking like a JV, you know, football team or whatnot, mm-hmm. but garden man. I mean, what can you say? I mean, he, I mean, the stats speak for themselves. They played, um, you know, they, they started off rough on the defensive side of the ball. Then, um, they moved the ball in the second half. Um, Wes, I don't know what to say about this game, man. Uh, I watched it on and off. Impressive, man. I, I I'm going to go as far to say right now that if Gardner Minshew does not finish, does not get a contract with Jacksonville, he's going to go somewhere. He reminds me of a Doug Flutie. I'm calling it out right now, man. Like I'm I'm really I'm really a huge huge fan of this kid right here, man. Oh yeah, he knows how he has a lot of football <laughs> smarts. I mean, what were his numbers?
0: Uh, he's 19 for one, 20 on the day, 173 the yards, three touchdowns, uh, 19 rushing. Uh, he he had a very efficient day. That's for sure. Mets.
1: I mean, you can't ask anything
0: better than that. Yeah, no, I mean, that was
1: a
2: uh, great showing uh, on the Jaguars, especially on the offense. I knew Jay Gruden was going to uh, he was definitely going to improve it. I mean, you, you saw what Jay Gruden did on the Washington team the past several years, especially once Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garçon left. I mean, a bunch of nobodies on there. and Look at Kirk Cousins' uh, contracts here, so um, good, great showing, yeah. Gardner Minshew, great. Uh, I think it's a very, very poor outing by the Colts, So yes. Philip Rivers looking, oh, yeah. I mean, he threw for three hundred and sixty-three yards. He threw the ball forty-six times. I mean, I know the Marlon Mack injury was bad, and you know, uh, Jonathan Taylor looks like I guess it's going to be him or uh, Hines. Uh, it's going to step up in that role. Or number one back, but yeah, the dip just bad outing for the Colts, man. Definitely thought that they were going to play a lot better. Um, uh, you know, maybe they'll they'll you know learn their lesson this week and see if they can put together a better week of practice, but yeah, very disappointing.
1: And before what for West jumps in right now, though, like in the back of my mind, when we were doing our picks last week, I was like, with all the Ship loading that the Jaguars had done, get rid of all these players and whatnot. Such a young team. For some reason, I had a feeling that they were going to come out and show up. Sure enough, Wes, what did you?
0: Yeah, um, it was a solid performance by the team. The big thing about this, and that's something that you're not usually uh, you're used to seeing from a Jags team, is no turnovers. Um, that that's. Wild to me, I, something I'm not even familiar with. i would be 100% honest with you. I've never seen like our team be that consistently good all day now. I'm not going to say we're a great team right now because the truth of the matter is we're not. We had a good showing. The defense looked okay at times, and at times they struggled. They got a little beat up. Um, Henderson, C.J. Henderson is a number one pick, and it was a great pick for Jacksonville. He was dominant all day, had the most pass breakups of anybody in the entire league, Ten. And Kalevian uh, Chasson, our Ooh. other first round pick, he also had an interception on Philip Rivers, but it was called back on a penalty off ball. So that ended up taking another interception off the table. But I saw, I talked about it last week. I said Philip Rivers was going to force the ball. And when I said he'd force the ball he's in this game, because I didn't really believe what our secondary could do. Um, I was I was 100% convinced those those deep passes those force passes were going to work and in some situations they were fruitful that first drive was very nerve wracking because I mean they just walked down the field and you're like all right welcome to 2020 we knew this was coming and then as the game progressed on he continued to turn the ball over and you saw the old Philip Rivers the reason he's no longer in L.A. with the Chargers. Because he continues to do play things like this, he forces the ball. You shouldn't be forced, uh, throwing the ball 46 times when you're leading the majority of the game. Yes, like Matt said, Hines, or Matt got injured. He's out for the year with an Achilles injury. Hines was having a fantastic game. Taylor, he's still going to – it's going to take some time for Taylor. He's not going to get it right off the bat. And and they have the luxury of that not being a problem. They can have Hines step in and still be a big player on that offense. Um. Yes, Jacksonville, great showing. Uh, I kind of go with Matt a little bit more on this. It was a really bad outing for the Colts. Uh, The real test will be next week when Jacksonville takes on the Titans, a team they haven't beaten Nashville for six years. Um, That's... What I'm looking forward to seeing, I like Rudin's calls. I like how he mixed up the playbook. I like seeing LaVisca Chenault getting involved early. I said he'd be a player. He was a player. Uh, James Robinson was a surprising delight. He came out and did pretty good, about four yards of rush for his first game. Not too bad. And the big thing for this team, and and then we'll move on, is uh, the offensive line. This is the first year since I can remember that we're coming back with the exact same offensive line as the year prior. So that's huge as well. Um, everybody returning from last year. So that, that, that means a lot going forward and they do have a pro bowl center in Brandon Linder uh, who has been there before. So it's not like it's an inexperienced team on the front lines. So good one for Jacksonville, hey, bad loss. Hey, for hey, Colts.
1: Hey, real quick, real quick though, man. I mean, even though you said it was a bad, you know, a lot of people think it's a bad outing by the Colts. Yes. I think it was a great outing by the Jaguars. Yes, though. yeah, yeah. I'm not no, taking anything though, away from going, them. Going, but... into the, going into the game, though, you know, they're like you know, all these trades with, you know, Fournette and Ngakwe mm-hmm. and all them leaving. Um, I thought they just played with a lot of passion and heart right there. They and, did. You know, they, did. Win, they win games, you know, that wins games. And I was really, really impressed with just seeing the effort put forward. And it, it was amazing.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Let's go ahead and move on to our next game, Chicago versus Detroit, and boy, was this one a doozy. Chicago coming back to win the game 27-23. to 23. I'll go ahead and leave this one off. Uh, Trubisky makes it happen in the fourth quarter uh, and, and brings this team back 21 points. Uh, he goes 20 for 36, 242 yards, three touchdowns. Um, I'm going to let Matt handle what happened at the very end of the game because he was the kind of the one that was like, come on, man. Um, but, I mean, they get it done. The Bears now have some some outer conflict going on, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, a pretty decent showing from them. I'm still not on the Trubisky hype train. I think he had a great game against a team that he statistically is very good against. So, show me more. I want to see more out of out of Trubisky before I get confident with, you know, let's not pat pace on the back yet. He hasn't done a whole lot. Uh, Matt, talk to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter, that's all you need to say right there. Lions just seem like they find ways to lose games better than, yes, than any other I've team. I've ever seen. Yeah. It's, so that and Phillip Rivers. it's that and any team Phillip Rivers is on. So yep. It's 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 got to be frustrating. I mean, Adrian Peterson went in there, had 14 carries for 93 yards, looked mm-hmm. really good. Uh, just defense fell apart. a bunch of, uh, bad play calls, just bad, just bad play. Uh, Jimmy Graham, uh, I, I, I like that pickup for, for Chicago, um, to help out Mitchell Trubisky, but yeah, man, not much else to say than just, yeah, 21 unanswered in the fourth. What, what's, what's, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, exactly. Bobby, why don't you finish us off that last play? Uh, that Detroit could have won it with the drop. What are you telling your uh, What are you telling your rookie running back after that game, if you're the coach?
1: Yeah, Wes. Like you said, though. I mean, that's a that's a tough loss for the Lions. I mean, and that's the Lions are one of those teams that they're always competing all game long until, for some reason, they just don't know how to finish a football game. Or you know, late in the fourth quarter, they're just they melt down. And that drop by Swift. If I'm a coach, I mean, I just tell him, hey, you need to you need to, you need need to, start repping more in practice. I mean, you obviously need to, you know, get out there and get more reps or whatnot. And at the end of the day, you just got to make a play, man. I mean, what can you do as a coach? Me being a coach, you know, obviously not in the NFL level or whatnot, mm-hmm. you can only do so much. So, you know, you can sit there and throw the jug machine at them, hands, hands, hands all day. But. He dropped the ball. A lot of players have a hard time doing that, you know, in the big situation, pressure time in a game. Unexcusable in my eyes.
0: Absolutely. And we'll go ahead and finish on this note. Fantastic outing from Adrian Peterson. 14 rushes, 93 yards, 6.6 6 average. Way to keep it going, AP. Uh, going on, we have the Las Vegas Raiders getting their first win versus the Carolina Panthers, 34-30. Derek Carr gets the job done on the offense, but the real story was Josh Jacobs, 25 carries for 93 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, I completely guessed this guy wrong in the draft. Uh, I called him a bust. I was like, this is such a Gruden pick. And now I'm like one of his biggest fans. I mean, it, it, I got him in fantasy. I root for this dude to do well. This kid is just awesome to watch. He is a beast. Uh, on the ground, he had, you know, like I said, the ninety-three yards, forty-six receiving yards on four receptions. Kid did great, in my opinion. The only reason this team won the game, Matt, your thoughts?
2: No, I'm right there with you, man. I mean, yeah. it was fantastic, three touchdowns, like you said, ninety-three yards. Uh, not not the greatest average, you know, three point seven yards per carry, but uh, Booker came in and ran the ball four times, twenty-nine yards. It just seemed like. The Raiders' offensive line was gelling really well. Uh, Henry Ruggs out there making plays as well. That was good to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't know that Nelson Aguilar went on the uh, the Raiders there, but he had that that one, one catch for the game. But it was a tough
0: catch. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's so, funny you say that because the very second I saw him catch that in the end zone, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, when did he go there?
2: Yeah, exactly. I did not remember him
1: signing uh, uh, there, but
0: hey, there you go. Yep, yep. He got the job done, Bobby. Any any other notes for this game?
1: Well, you know what? I mean, I obviously I, I took Carolina. You know, Carolina was uh, actually $100 by two and a half, but I took Carolina to win this game. Yeah, and I did. did pretty the same. decent job, you know, balling uh, up McCaffrey. You know, McCaffrey's always going to get his numbers one up, so they did a decent job. Uh, <clears throat> Josh Jacobs is a beast, man. I mean, and Wes, like you just said, I mean, I had him in our mock draft last year going the first round, but I didn't know he was going to make an impact like he is right now. Right. So, you nope. know, three, three touchdowns and what he, obviously what he did last year.
0: This is actually one of the picks. And if, before we move on, this is one of the picks that actually me and you both had him going to the Raiders at the same pick. and we he ended up We yeah, nailed we this did. pick. You know, we called it yeah. a bust, but, you know, he ended up stepping up and doing his thing. So good for him, man. Good for him.
1: Well, you know, you know, John Gruen's John Gruden's a power football type of fo- football coach, man. He's gonna pound it, man. I mean, Henry Ruggs, you know, obviously is a great weapon to have outside with the speed that he has, you know, coming from Alabama. But uh, I mean, that's the style of football that John Gruen's gonna, you know, implement over there for the Las Vegas Raiders, and uh, they look good and good start. Yep.
0: Yeah. Buffalo, speaking of good starts, gets the win, twenty-seven seventeen over the Jets, and. Uh, I'll go ahead and start this one out again because I just got to say the Jets are the worst team in the NFL right now. I don't think burroughs Bengals are as ba- bad. I don't think the Giants are as bad. I, I, I don't even think – I mean, I don't think Jacksonville is as bad, especially considering they got the dub. I, I, this team is so dysfunctional to me at this point. I don't understand how Gase has not been chewed out the door. Um, Darnold, 21 for 35, 215, a touchdown and a pick. You lose Le'Veon Bell. He goes on the IR, undetermined amount of time at the moment. Crowder had a great game, seven receptions, 115 yards. Um, and then it looks like Gore is going to be your new Cowbell uh, running back right now while Le'Veon's out. Uh, on the other side, Josh Allen. Fantastic game. 33 for 46, 312, two touchdowns uh rushing the ball he had 57 yards rushing and a touchdown there stefan Diggs got his receptions 86 yards josh brown got his 70 beasley 58 i mean he's passing the ball around he's looking 10 times better than he has the only problem is he needs to get control of that football if he's gonna run it around like he is he needs to hang on to the ball uh bobby talk to me
1: I'm a fan of Buffalo. I told you guys this yep. year when we were doing our yep. predictions that you know I really like Buffalo battling you know them in New England in the East. I actually predict them finishing first in New England and getting the uh, wild card spot. Um, kind of played out the way I expected. Josh Allen, you know, solid game. Stephon Diggs, you know, not bad for his debut for you know for the Bills. Mm-hmm. The Jets, you know, uh, you know losing Jamal Adams obviously hurt whatnot, and um, maybe on Bell doesn't have that much help on the offensive line. Um, it kind of planned out the way that I saw it right now. I, I don't see the Jets winning, to be honest with you guys, winning more than four games this year. Matt, I see Buffalo. I see Buffalo um, definitely competing for the um, AFC East. No question about it. Yeah, I do too. And they showed show, they show, they show that on Sunday. Yeah, I have them, I
2: think, uh, winning the division as well. But, yeah, no, a good game uh, by, by Buffalo there. I mean, Jets, yeah, what can you say, man? Yeah, not much, I don't think they're going to win probably more than four games either. They they look a lot rougher than, than I thought they were this year. Sam Darnold doesn't have, you know, many options. I know you got uh, Jamison Crowder for uh, Washington football player, but – not much else, man. And then yeah, Frank Gore. I guess looks like you said like you said, West is going to be the bell cow now. Mm-hmm. don't see them winning many games. It's, it's ugly. It's ugly up there in New York.
0: It is. It is. Speaking of ugly, Cleveland, ugly, ugly loss. Probably the ugliest loss of the weekend, losing thirty-eight to six to the Brown or to the Ravens. Excuse me. After doing so well last season in one game. Oh yeah. Um, Matt, why don't you go ahead and take it, take us off on this one. Uh, what uh. What, Grinded your gears, perhaps.
2: Oh man. Odell? <laughs> entire, yeah, Odell, but now it's the entire Browns organization, man. They just made me look foolish. I picked the I picked them to, that was that was my upset pick of the week. I thought they were gonna go out and at least at least compete, you know. I right. mean they they did until about three minutes ago in the second quarter. I mean, they they played almost an entire half of of good football and then the last three minutes, they, they scored, they, the Ravens scored 14 points. So, and then after that, they just kept steamrolling after halftime. Yeah. It was ugly, man. They, they they just look disjointed. They don't look uh, motivated, is, is what I saw. They just don't look like they, they want to play for each other or play for their coach. And Cleveland's still a mess. <laughs>
0: Cleveland going back right to where they were. Um, yeah, it's completely atrocious. I didn't expect them to win this game. Like I, I picked Baltimore to win it. I expected it to be a closer game than people thought, and boy, I was backwards on that. I mean, dominant performance from Lamar, he picks up right, right where he left off. I mean, right where he left off. Ingram was a little bit disappointing. I would like to see a little bit more out of him in the game. Uh the receivers were fantastic. That defense is just something else, man. It is it is something to watch. I mean, you gotta you gotta remember you still have Patrick Queen on that team that we don't even talk about. Uh, they picked up Calais Campbell, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey. I mean, Jesus, this team is just nuts. You sit here and go through it and you're like, wow, I can't even believe and that's just not even everybody. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh Mark uh-huh. Andrews, another great game. Five receptions, fifty eight yards, two touchdowns. He's picking up where he left off. This team looks ready to go back to the playoffs it's just what are we going to see in the playoffs bobby finishes up
1: yeah i kind of agree with you guys i mean i picked it you know forty-one twenty-eight baltimore um cleveland is to me in disarray right now man you know all the rumors swirling around the world right now about odell beckham you know this guy's going to be a traveling man obviously it, to me he's locker room poison um his productivity has been nowhere since he you know left the giants when i but um What I saw was Lamar Jackson being Lamar Jackson. I mean, to me, he's one of the most exciting players to watch in the game. Like, I I can't name Michael Vick's the last person that I was actually like, I went out of the way at my buddy's house to go turn that game on just to watch Lamar Jackson. And it's a powerful football team, man. And they're picking up where they left off. They want to get over that, you know, that hump. Last year, you know, they had that first round bye. All they had to mm-hmm. do was win two games to get the Super Bowl. They rolled like I thought they would, and I expect that throughout the season.
0: All right, moving forward. Uh, we'll, real quick,
1: wait, wait, yeah, wait, uh, Real
2: quick, because I, I did make a note here uh, that uh, when I was watching when I was watching that Cleveland game, uh, it's funny that I that I just noticed this too because I wrote uh, Odell is having a tantrum on the sidelines with about. Just under four minutes to go in the in, in the second quarter, and that's literally right when all hell broke loose and they gave up those fourteen points in the last three three and a half minutes.
0: And now, so, yeah, and now apparently they're shopping them. So again, okay, sure, so, we'll talk about that tomorrow. And, I, but, and
1: I, yeah, and I and I think they're really aggressively shopping them too. I think mm-hmm. they just, you know, that's locker room shit right there.
0: That's right. Yeah, I think so as well. That's right. All right, let's go on to the next game. Uh, Seattle gets the win at Atlanta, thirty-eight twenty-five. Bobby, I'm gonna let you lead this one off. I'll pick up behind you, and then Matt's gonna finish it off. Bobby, what'd you see?
1: I mean, I didn't really watch this game that much. Uh, you know, I, you know, I watched some highlights and you know, looked at some stats. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Matt's gonna fill in on this one more than us. Yeah. Uh, kind of what I expected. I mean, I picked um, Atlanta to. Pull out the upset, but you know Russell Wilson was obviously very active. D- DK Metcalf had a good, you know, solid game. Calvin Ridley showed up a lot for you know Atlanta. I'm not sure what um, um, Julio did. I think I'm obviously he's always going to get doubled, but Ridley had a solid game. Um, they scored a lot of points, and you know they they kind of showed up. for I me. Mean, it's I mean it's Seattle, man. Seattle is one of those teams that's <laughs> they're they're so hard to pick against. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're gonna get out of them, man. They can look like the best team in the NFL one week, and then yeah, it, it's tough. It's tough, but yeah, I mean, solid win for Seattle on the road.
0: Yep. So uh, yeah, Matt Ryan, hell of a day. 450 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. Uh, Curly, again. Matt's gonna give us a lot more in depth on this. 14 yards on uh, 14 carries for 56 yards and a touchdown. And then you have the, the trio of Julio, Calvin Ridley, and Russell Gage, all with nine receptions, Julio 157, Ridley 130, and two TDs, Gage 114 yards. So the ball was being flung around left and right. and I don't know how much of that was garbage time late because they did get some points on there at the end of the game. Russell Wilson, accurate as ever, 31-35, for 22-4 and four touchdowns, uh, 29 yards rushing on the ground. Carlos Hyde complimented a little bit with 23 yards and a touchdown on his own. Looks like they're going to be running back by committee there for sure between him, Carson, and Moore. Uh, DK, 95 yards and a touchdown, was your big guy on the day for the offense. Uh, solid outing for him. I picked him. I knew they, this team was going to come in fired up, and that's not to take anything away from Atlanta, but this uh, this team has their identity set. They know who they are. And Matt, I mean, talk to me. Like, defense or just momentum or what happened?
2: So I mean we were I mean we were only down it was 14 to 12 lap time mm-hmm. and we very easily could have been up more you know should have scored more points in that first half but overall uh, Russell Wilson just decided to go off I mean we we prepared I think more for a run run game from from the Seahawks they only ran it 20 times for 84 yards. Russell Wilson was their leading rusher with 29 yards. I mean, I think we kind of prepared more for that. And then also not having preseason games really hurt uh, A.J. Terrell and, and our some of our – I mean, all of our cornerbacks are extremely young or, or, or rookie, so that, that was kind of huge. That was a good matchup uh, for week one for them to see an MVP-type quarterback mm-hmm. Uh, you know, see how he's going to play and match up against that. I think they they learned a lot in that first game. And then on offense, I mean, a couple turnovers on downs. I mean, a couple questionable play calls, uh, getting stuffed on on a couple plays on on third and very short. Uh, Normally we like to go to a screen or something where – you know, it's a Julio's quick slant, and and we're moving the chains, and we're not, we weren't doing that. And um, yeah, man, uh, it's week one. I'm not gonna get too wrapped up in, in this loss. I mean, Seattle's a very good team. Definitely mm-hmm. could have played, They'd, you know, left plays out there on the field for sure. But uh, Jamal Adams, I, I want to point out, uh, phew, dude is a beast. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think he was gonna be. You know, I thought we might see him come down a little bit playing on Seattle, just because it, it, it's it's a whole team defense kind of thing. And and, and but, you, dude, from the start, this dude was—I mean, Julio uh, pass breakup uh, had a huge sack on third and six. Um, this is all right in the first quarter, first quarter and a half. I mean, and then he ended up leading leading the team with tackles with uh, twelve or thirteen for Seattle and. Yeah, man, that, he was he a game changer right there, Jamal Adams.
0: Yeah, absolutely right, absolutely right. Let's move on. We've uh, got a few more games here to finish up. The Chargers get the win in a close one versus the Joe Burrow-led Bengals. Uh, comes down to a field goal. Shouldn't have came down to a field goal, but uh, Bullock ends up missing it late in the game. Shanks it wide right. Really makeable kick. Yeah. Um, this was kinda of one of those games where you just turned on and you're like, What else you know, this is this was on during the Tampa Bay Saints game, so I mean you're like looking at it like okay, let's uh let's see what we can get out of this. But Bro looked looked pretty solid to start out, gets his first rushing touchdown, still looking for his first passing touchdown. Mixon was nice, um, until they figured out uh, you know, that that was their main source of yardage. Green, I, while he didn't get a lot of yards, I think he did pretty good to start out coming back. So I was happy with his performance. Uh, Bobby, your boy Ross, two receptions, seventeen yards. Uh, you got any comments on this game?
1: I didn't watch this game at all. I <laughs> kind of just, you know, followed it up. Obviously, yeah. you know, check up on my boy Ross and all that. Um, yeah, obviously Ross is, you know, like being the number nine pick in the draft. You know, three years ago, the fastest forty time of all time in the NFL Combine and whatnot. Um, I was kind of impressed with uh, Burrow. You know, first career start. You know, that's kind of rare. You know, that's very hard to do, you know, especially with no preseason or camp when not get thrown to the wolves or whatnot. Um, Tyrod, I mean, I mean, they look I mean, decent right there. I mean, Tyrod Taylor obviously is a proven quarterback in the NFL as a backup, you know, or uh, put in starter, you know, at times. And he played the game safe or whatnot. Um, kind of game, the game kind of, you know, panned out the way I expected it to. I had it 17 to 14. Mm -hmm. You know, Chargers Cincinnati. So I think Cincinnati's on the uprise. I'm a fan of Burrow. You know, from what I saw. So we'll see what happens though.
0: Matt, go ahead and finish this off. Yeah, definitely
2: disappointing for uh, Joe Burrow uh, with them missing that field goal at the end. But overall, I, I mean, I thought the Chargers were. I think they're a little bit better of a team than only putting up 16 points on a lowly Bengals team, but. They got the win, so it's all that matters. Um, Yeah, we'll see. I'm kind of interested to see if the Chargers are going to do anything this year.
0: Agreed. Arizona, surprise upset win to everyone but moi against the San Francisco 49ers. Bobby, lead us off. Um, Are you concerned about this uh, 49ers offense?
1: I'm not a huge Garoppolo fan. I, I think I told you guys that, you know, previously on our podcast. So when I uh, hold on, Wes. So you you did take the um. I did.
0: Yeah, I took the card. You did. Yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah. That. I mean, that was that was a hell of a game. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean to be honest with you, uh, it was very entertaining. I mean, I'm a, you know what? I'm really starting to believe in the hype of um, Kyler Murray, and I really love that secondary that um, Arizona has. You know, and with Buda Baker, you know, back there he had 15 tackles. Byron Murphy had that late, you know, breakup pass, you know, with a comeback. And, um, I'm a fan right now of Arizona, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think they're going to be a team that's going to be, you know, they're going to gradually get better every single year. And, um, we shall see. I mean, I mean, a key blo- another key block by Ezekiel Turner, you know, late in the third quarter that turned, you know, seven points in for, you know, for, uh, Arizona, um, I love that team, man. They got three of them in, that team in the secondary, so we'll see. I'm a big fan of Colin Murray, though, man. I, he, he seems to be getting better and better every week, man. I'll go as far as to say that he reminds me of Doug Flutie back in the day, man. Get Doug Flutie getting a
0: lot of love tonight. Matt, what were your thoughts? <laughs> Yeah,
2: no, I mean, I I, I had this game uh, 28-24, but I did have the 49ers winning. So the the Cardinals scored the amount of points I thought they were. You but did nail that. Yeah, yeah, you
1: nailed that. All
2: right. they, they got the win though. Um, and yeah, Kyler early, yeah, do 91 yards on the, on the ground. Yeah, and then 230 and then touchdown and did throw that pick, but uh, D Hop, man, I
0: had a feeling that was gonna be a huge, huge. Yeah, D Hop, man.
1: He's yeah. the beast, man.
0: He's the beast. We all know that. Yeah, and yeah. as the season continues, I look for him to actually open up Larry Fitzgerald more and more and more. And how about the 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 play call from Larry Fitzgerald grabbing the football, getting up, getting that ball right on the line, handing it to the center so they can get up there to set up that field goal that ended up being a big part of this team's victory. So I mean. Arizona, man, they're looking good. I like this squad. I, I think they need a little more pieces on their defense. But other than that, this is a good, good under-the-radar team to keep an eye on in a dogfight that is the NFC West. Going on from them, we're moving to the game of the week, which was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking the L to the New Orleans Saints in the uh, Superdome, 34-23. <clears throat> a really good game. Fun to watch. Uh,
1: Bobby, first thoughts? They brought the heat to Brady. I mean, you know, I mean, I think Tampa's going to be fine, obviously. You know, I mean, that's Brady's first game ever with a different team. Mm-hmm. He looked kind of effective at times and whatnot. But, I mean, I predicted, you know, um, I predicted. Um, Tom Brady? To, you know, I, yeah, I predicted Louisiana to win the game. So. Uh, okay, gotcha. Uh, Almo Camaro was, you know, obviously very impressive. <laughs> um, Michael Thomas it didn't do shit for my fantasy team. I, I think he got hurt. You know, with, yeah. I mean, We'll talk about, you know, so he wasn't really there, but I mean, they just kind of, you know, took control throughout the game as far as, you know, matching, you know, touchdown for touchdown or whatnot. And Brady just, he Brady's seeing something different right now, though. You know, he hasn't played, he hasn't played in the NFC, you know, and in, in different conference or whatnot. They're giving him different looks or whatnot. He's used to seeing, you know, Miami Buffalo and, um, you know, the deaths and all that in the NFC or AFC East. So it was a different look.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think they'll be fine, but I you know, New Orleans is a, a team to be reckoned with. And that turned out the way I thought it would be.
0: Matt, is this uh, – do you notice anything different or better about this New Orleans Saints team that would actually give them that that over-the-edge sort of feeling? Or are we looking at just kind of a rinse-and-repeat sort of Saints team we're seeing from the past?
2: I think we're rinse and repeat at this point. If anything, uh, you know, Drew Brees was almost ready to retire last year. He's definitely going to retire, in my opinion, after this season, <clears throat> no matter what happens. Uh, but I mean, overall, yeah, no, they 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 look like the more complete team for sure. Brady looked a little lost on a couple, you know, a couple um, on a couple plays there. But uh, you know, I don't see that lasting very long. Right. I see, I see Uh, Tampa Bay coming out very strong here next week, and, and, and getting a win most likely here next weekend.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think Tampa Bay just kind of getting the wheels rolling. while, like, you know, the saints team is, is nothing different. They're going to keep rolling. And I, I thought after the Kamara deal got done, it'd give them a little more oomph to their, to their offense. You know, now that's taken care of. It's one of those things that's kind of looming over the team as a whole. But yeah, I, nice. I think, I think Tampa Bay will be just fine. Let's go ahead and move into the nightcap for Sunday night, which was Dallas versus the Rams. Rams opening up the new stadium, getting the win versus the Cowboys, 20-17. That's, that, that, that's a
1: badass looking stadium, though. Oh, you yeah. See that? Oh,
0: it's freaking <laughs> awesome, man. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. Matt, yeah, I'm going
0: little... to let you lead this one off, Matt. Talk to us about this game.
2: Didn't uh, close game uh, look looked almost, to me, kind of like a playoff game? I mean, it was – a little bit sloppy, you know. First game of the year, yeah, but um, Jared Goff, I'm I'm still not sold on that dude. You know that that Mm-mm. pick that he threw there could have been very costly. Robert Woods looks like really the only receiver that they had. I mean, Cooper Cup had a few catches, but Cowboys, man, I I, I yeah, they lost, but I see so much more potential in them. I think this is only the beginning um had a bunch of chances to win that game uh the the pi you know uh, penalty there at the end that 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 was probably one of the biggest talk about plays of the week um yeah it it was kind of hard a little bit of hand checking on both sides i mean do i think it was a penalty you never know with these refs but my biggest thing on this is Alden Smith uh, having, yes. you know, le- leading the yeah. team with 11 tackles and having a sack and two quarterback hits. I mean, wow.
1: Well, I five years out of the league, too, man. Yeah,
2: yeah, was, yeah. Just, um, so it- just shows you what could have been. I mean, he was a hell of an athlete.
0: Yeah, and hopefully he's still got a few more years ahead of him. Like you said, he did a really good job, and I'll go ahead and jump in right on that note. Uh, this, that front line of that, that Dallas Cowboys defense is everything to them right now. They need help in the secondary. They lost Van Der Esch. Um, uh, you know, he's gone on the IR for a little while, so we, they won't have him. Jalen Smith is not what everybody – what he was said to be. They lose Blake Jarwin for the year. Um, the offense will be fine. This is a ridiculously talented offense, and there's no excuse for this team to only be putting up 17 points in a game. That's, to me, I don't care who what defense they're playing. They should be putting up at least 20 points a game with this this type of offense. Dak is a great quarterback. Uh, 25 for 39, 266. I have no problems with that. Zeke, 22 uh, carries for 96 yards. They have to find a way to get it into the end zone. Uh, Kellen Moore's game plan was all off that I, I was confused cause it didn't seem like the same Kellen Moore I'd seen from last season. And that really concerned me because I'm, I'm wondering how much of an influence Mike McCarthy's putting into this. Um, and, and if you remember in, in green Bay, that's what led to him leaving is such disagreement with the, how the offense was being ran that it ended up him being gone because of issues between him and Rodgers, or so. So the story is told, uh, they got to score more than 17 points flat out. I, I It shouldn't have come down to that last play of the game regardless. Yes, it was a wild call that in a Kansas City-Houston game that we would have seen it not get called. We definitely saw it get called in the Dallas-Rams game. And they just got to score more points. You have too much talent on that team between Cooper, Gallup, Zeke, and and Elliott to not get it done. Bobby, talk to us about this game.
1: Yeah, it was tough to watch, man. Uh, You know, they started off the game, Rams were right. Right down the field and scored a touchdown. Um, first and foremost, so I really got to give McVay big ups, though, because he had a great game plan. I mean, all these little small bubbles and all that. We have an aggressive yeah. front seven. You know what I mean? Our D line is our strength on defense. So, I mean, I think we got out coach. I think McVay out coached McCarthy. To be honest with you, do, um, he was doing a lot of those bubbles, moving you know, moving them down the field. We're not. Obviously, um, I, I'm not worried about the offense. The offense looked, you know, I mean, look good. I mean, like you said, we got so many weapons outside. Zeke looked like Zeke. Obviously, love the new tattoo too, by the way. <laughs> 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 <It's all bad. laughs> but I mean, you know, um, obviously, we're going to talk about the pass interference call, uh, hand checking, you know, up and down the field. Ramsey did, you know, a little, you know, European soccer flop or whatnot. It could have gone either way. To me, I think it should be a no call, especially late in that game. But like Wes was saying, though, you can't let one game, one play, or one call, you know, determine you know the outcome of the game. I personally think that McCarthy should have went for three instead of going for it on fourth and three uh, inside the twenty, late in the uh, early in the fourth quarter to tie the game up. We were in a battle. I don't like that uh, decision by him by any means. I'm not nervous right now i'm not panicking by any means i know that we're going to put up points secondary really scares me a lot really yes. scares me a lot and obviously blake jarwin being out for the year and Van Der Esch, what broken collarbone five day eight weeks what, what are they saying on that five or six to eight weeks excuse me yeah so you're talking about half a season right there for that mm-hmm. and um yeah man i mean we'll see i mean that was, I mean, that's a tough game. I mean, the Rams are not a pushover team by any means. No. Well, uh, we'll see you, Matt, next week. Either you or I are going to be 0-2 <laughs> next week <laughs> our team. So we'll see what happens.
0: We will definitely see what happens. Let's, we got two more games. We're going to do the two Monday night games real quick, and we will wrap up for the night. Uh, New York Giants take the loss in the opener to Big Ben and the Pittsburgh Steelers getting it done, keeping Saquon shut down. Six, yards, nine, six huh? yards on 15 carries, and he was at negative yards just about going into halftime. Daniel Jones, the problems go from fumbles to interceptions as he goes 26 from 41, 279, two TDs, two picks. Slayton, really the big player of that team. Two touchdowns on six receptions for 102 yards. Had a fantastic night. Other than that, it was all Steelers, uh, mainly Big Ben out there getting that job done he goes 21 for 32 229 three touchdowns no picks he also had nine rushing yards on the ground which paced his teammate james Conner, who ended up going out with an ankle injury but benny sneller backup 19 rushes 113 yards got the job done for him juju looked good uh this team is is gonna surprise a lot of people i think last year a lot of teams have kind of Cast Pittsburgh to the wayside fans as well, not really giving them a second thought. But this team's going to be back for vengeance. And while I don't think they're on Baltimore's level, they can definitely be a problem if they get into the playoffs. Bobby?
1: I'll be honest with you, I only watched about a half of the game last night, and mm-hmm. I was really disappointed with the Giants' offensive line.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, I mean, I mean, these guys are like headbutting. Uh, Herschel Walker
0: couldn't them. have got through that line.
1: Yeah, it was tough, man. And there's no reason to take on Barkley. I mean, Jesus, (laughs) on God, like a superstar running back. I I, I can't even tell you the last time a superstar running back only had six yards, you know, from the line of scrimmage rushing the ball. Danny Dines made a couple bad, you know, passes, and Pittsburgh look you know, Big Ben had more rushing yards than West when he posted. Mm -hmm. He had more than um, than Saquon. But one player that really stood out to me in that game was Bud Dupree. I love him a yeah. lot, oh, man. Yeah, man. Bud Dupree for the um, Steelers coming mm-hmm. off the edge over there. Man, I remember Contract him all that. He was a problem. He's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know? And everybody knows that when you play Pittsburgh, you're going to play a slow football game. It's going to be you know, a defensive-minded game. They're going to try to slow the game down and whatnot. And that's exactly what they did with the Giants. And – um yeah, I mean, I was kind of disappointed. I, I thought the Giants would show me a little bit more or not. But, yeah, I mean, big ups to uh, Pittsburgh. I mean, they, they played their style of football game. They didn't adjust or anything like that. And care of business.
0: Matt, any thoughts on this game?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Bobby was just talking about Bud Dupree. I like uh, Devin Bush, the yeah. the middle linebacker. Oh, yeah, the, out of Michigan. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I really wish uh, Falcons picked him up. Um Steelers got to him before us though. R- great player though, really great player. And then Benny Snell Junior, man. Never even heard of this guy too. And he went off. I mean, nineteen carries, hundred and thirteen yards. Wow. Where did where did this guy come from? Uh and Juju um, Smith too Juju's Gigi, still doing
1: his thing. Yep, Juju's still doing his
2: thing. But yeah, like you said on the Giants, That offensive line. Wow. I mean Saquon Barkley, that, that thank you. There goes that, you know. They're putting on the box. Family, I guess. Team, hurt my fantasy team big time there. Oh, All yeah, I was, you know, a few points and uh, shoot, man. I mean, he didn't even need to have a good game, but wow, 15 carries for six yards.
1: Oh, you got oh you got Saquon in our league? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'll
0: trade you him for Michael Thomas right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's go ahead and wrap up this last game. It was the nightcap. Tennessee gets squeaks out the victory over the Denver Broncos, 16-14. Tannehill, 20, uh, 29 for 43, 249. Two touchdowns, finds his favorite target out of the – Freaking ashes comes Corey Davis, seven receptions for 101 yards. A.J. Brown, very quiet night, five for 39. But always the story in Tennessee is Derrick Henry, 31 rushes. Yes, 31 rushes for 116 yards, no touchdowns on the night for him. Uh, Bobby, thoughts on this game?
1: I'm really high on Denver. We talked about that. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I really didn't watch much of this game at all. So uh obviously late. my bowl predictions i had jerry judy going for 10 for 175 and two and it didn't happen uh reason why it's called bold predictions uh derrick henry man i mean if you're tennessee i mean that, i mean that guy's a monster I mean, yeah. he's he's a mutant man i mean you're gonna go as far as he takes you so waking up and seeing that score didn't surprise me at all
0: matt uh in this game yeah. how much credit do you give the the Broncos I mean they, yeah he got over 100 yards but it came on 31 rushes on a 3.9 a, or 3.7 average I mean does, does Denver you give any Denver any credit in this game or do they need to continue to step it up I mean well they
2: definitely need to continue to step it up I'm <laughs> uh, not too sure about Drew Lock and and they just, they definitely need more weapons there on offense Jerry mm-hmm. Judy out there had uh, four catches 56 yards in his first game uh, Melvin Gordon you know definitely like that pickup. Uh, it looks like they probably could have ran the ball more of the Broncos. I mean, Melvin Gordon had 15 carries for 78 yards and a touchdown. I mean, I'd I just keep feeding him and feeding him, you know. Um, when you're down in the game, you got to pass the ball. Kind of an ugly game, kind of how I, I thought it was going to turn out.
0: Um, but,
2: yeah, the Broncos got to have a little bit to look forward to on their offense.
0: Yeah, and, and like you guys both have said, I, I'm high on this team. Uh, again, I can't stress enough the loss of Von Miller, what it does to the team as a whole, not just the defense, but the offense. That's a big loss still.
1: An edge, an edge rusher is almost, you know, his second behind a quarterback. Right. Uh, Melvin Gordon,
0: great night, 15 rushes for 78 yards. Phil Blinsey got a little banged up on the night, so that ended up ending his day. Noah Font had a fantastic night. He was very aggressive all night, and I like that about him. I liked seeing okay. that from him. Did a very good job. A little bit of chemistry still needing to be built between the center and the quarterback. Uh, some some issues with snapping the ball uh, during the game, but other than that, kind of what I expected—a close game. Tennessee is an impressive team, but they need to figure out what's going out with going on with their future Hall of Famer uh, Goskowski, the former Patriot, missing three field goals, only one he hit, and an extra point. The only field goal he hits is the game winner late in the game. Is uh, It's something to be concerned about going forward, uh, considering they got rid of a perfectly good kicker prior. and uh, So hopefully they can get that done. They have Jacksonville next week, so we'll see. Definitely talk about that tomorrow. But that's the end of the Week 1 games. Right here in my hands, I have our official scores. Now, all three of us got our locks correct. If you remember, Matt picked Kansas City, and Bobby and I picked Buffalo as our winners. Uh, so 1-0 in the locks. As far as records, yeah, Bobby... Bobby. We- yeah, Bobby, you are eight and eight after week one. Matt, you are seven and nine after week one, and uh, I rounded off at eleven and five after week one. Had a strong week and a couple, Ooh, of, co- couple, of the, the couple of the upsets helped me. The Tennessee, well, the Tennessee win. I, we kind of, I had a feeling was going to happen, and then the Arizona game was another big one. Uh, for all three of us, big losses in the Indian hey, Jackson hey, 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 By the way, though, know, Bobby's
1: Bobby's lock of the week came through with that KC game. Yep, you know, bo-
0: booking with Bobby, Bobby was perfect. Through. So we'll see if you can continue that streak to two weeks tomorrow. Um, Other than that, that is it. We will see you on Friday for our next episode. We'll be filming it tomorrow, or actually Thursday. Our new episode will be out Thursday. This one coming out for everybody. It's Wednesday, hopefully. Uh, That one will be out, and uh, hell yeah, man, fun, fun week one. Uh, Some had more fun than others, but I am pumped, 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 pumped for week two. What about you guys?
1: Oh, Is shit, right?
0: man. Yeah. I mean, about- nah, baby. No, nah, I mean, it's here. Let's do it. Well, let's go. And uh, you guys are going to have a lot to talk about tomorrow when you guys match up each other. This will be a fun conversation to have. Matt's what's yeah. grind to Matt beers. Hey, Book hey, it with hey, Bobby. Bye. And predictions all coming tomorrow.
1: I'm just glad for football to be back, man. Every day, but
0: Every day. Well, for Matt and Bobby, I'm Wes. And thank you, as always, for listening to Extra Point. See ya.